Hi there, this is Kerry Tennis, and this is the Thursday, August 27th, 2020, Since You Asked podcast, and the title of this podcast today is, I Miss Playing the Ukulele, Finding Moments of Creativity in a Newly Full Life. And this one is going to take me to the topic of motivational psychology. And the one thing, probably the only thing that I really know about motivational psychology is what I learned from one book called Motivate Your Writing by Stephen P. Kellner Jr., which is that there are three main human motivations. They are the um, motivations of uh, achievement, affiliation, and power. So I really should note, too, that this is just one theory of motivation, one theory of motivational psychology that was pioneered by the psychologist David McClelland. And since his time, many, many other psychologists have come up with the ideas for different, wholly different uh, scenarios for you know, uh, motivation. But this one has been very useful for me because it surprised me because the motivation that I thought I had was not the motivation that I apparently actually do have. This kind of tell me something I didn't know. That's what I value in studying of psychology. And so much of what I run into today seems to be Um, stuff I already knew about myself. The ability of a psychological theory to surprise me or to tell me something I don't know is really useful. And so when I hear about someone who used to do things that were satisfying and is not doing them now and wonders why, I suggest looking into um, what sort of motivational profile a person has. And you can do that by taking that little test in that book, Motivate Your Writing. But today, there are probably a lot of other uh, books and tests about this same topic. I'm just saying that this one uh, crystallizing idea of these three motivations of affiliation, power, and achievement just seemed very apropos. And it's also very simple. Many of these other, I looked at all this Google stuff, and many of them are really, really complicated, complicated things. Whereas this was simple, and it surprised me. So I don't talk about this motivational stuff at all in the column. So I'm just saying it now. And so you might, once I read the column, you'll say, well, there's nothing in it about that. So that's, that's why, because I didn't get to it until now. So I'm going to read the column to you. Okay, hold on. Okay, so like I said, the title is I Miss Playing the Ukulele, Finding Moments of Creativity in a Newly Full Life. Dear Carrie, I miss writing and I miss playing the ukulele. When I was divorced and single, I made a life for myself by working, going to school, caring for my son, and also for my mom. I took weekly writing and music classes, and I learned how to be completely independent. However, I missed being in a loving, close relationship to share life with. Dating became like a part-time job, but eventually I found my true soulmate, friend, lover, and life companion. We married, and we are very happy. The however 
is that there is not enough time in the day between work, chores, being together, and doing all of the things I used to enjoy doing. I miss writing and the ukulele, but I'm in love and enjoy every moment with my husband. It's the kind of relationship that I've never experienced and only dreamed about. And I'm just going to pause here so you can hear the bells. Do you hear them? Anyway, he has encouraged me to continue to write and play music, but there are times that we're so busy or engaged with each other that there is no time or energy left. How can I fit it all in? Am I silly to miss the things I enjoy doing? Or should I be grateful for my relationship and focus on that? Do I grieve the artistic part of me? and enjoy this time with my husband? I would appreciate any suggestions, Carrie. Sincerely, missing my creative self. And this is my response, which um, I might edit a little as I go. Dear missing my creative self, so there used to be empty moments that you would fill with pleasurable creative activities. And my guess is that the activities you miss were perceived as pastimes, as not necessary and essential. You had a, a bigger need, let's say that. You had a really powerful need to find a life partner. And that was the driving force. And, and God, I mean, God bless you, you found, you found the right life partner. But you miss these other activities. And so that indicates to me that they were more than pastimes. They were important to your well-being, to your balance. And so I think they've got to work their way back into your life somehow. Um, but how? I mean, how do you create space for them? I think the most powerful way to do that, to create space for our creative activities, is to build in external conditions for them in the sense of invitations or scheduled events. I mean, if you're invited to something, you go, you put it on your calendar, you tell your husband, you know, I'm invited to this thing, I've got to go, and it's something I do on my own. Um, appointments with friends is one way. You can get together with friends and say, okay, let's get together and just write. You know, let's just get together and play the ukulele. And another course is the realm of workshops and classes. They're formal, structured events. They're scheduled at certain times. And so time must be made for them. And they go into your schedule. And you tell your husband, you know, here's my schedule. This is what's on it. So it's definitely possible. I, I have a friend in San Francisco, very busy guy with an important demanding full-time job and he's married and he has dogs and if you know anything about us dog lovers in San Francisco you know that dogs can be huge he he does not have kids but he has dogs and also he plays the ukulele he goes to ukulele classes he goes and plays in a group with other ukulele players and it's a big important satisfying part of his life. That might work for you. I'm not exactly sure what the class is, but I know it's in the Bay Area. 
um, they make time for it. And definitely, I imagine your husband, if he's a great guy, he's going to be understanding, of course, if you decide to take such a class. You yourself might feel a little uh, conflict about it, but obviously this stuff's important to you or you wouldn't be writing to me about it. So raise it to the level of a formal commitment. Take a class. And, you know, also, of course, with writing, you know about the writing and the Amherst Writers and Artists Method and workshops all over um, the Bay Area, which I just I um, intuit that you're in the Bay Area. But so, okay, back to this unscheduled time. Unscheduled time. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Just time that has not been earmarked, that's yours alone. And it used to be spontaneously filled with creative activity, which presumably would be chosen intuitively, not by prior arrangement. So what of that time for dreaming, for doing quote-unquote nothing? a kind of nothing that can be a beautifully rich. I'll bet you miss that. You miss having those moments. So I suggest a couple of things in the practical realm. Um, you know, and one, of course, is to schedule formal activities and show up and do those with others. But this other piece of it, and this may be harder because, as we know, those moments that occur spontaneously without your scheduling, they're some of the most precious moments. But look for times in your life when you're going to be without obligations. And make a plan. Think ahead. How, how could you use that time best? How would you like to use that time? What would be fulfilling? And, and, and so, in a sense, you're steering your life then in the direction of these creative pursuits that you used to enjoy. Um, of course, don't try to do it all at once. It's a, it's a gradual steering process as you meditate on this and try to add these things into uh, your mix. Um, so things you can do is like put the ukulele out somewhere in the house where you see it and you can just pick it up and play it just a little bit maybe sometimes, just on your way on to something else. Just pick it up, put it in your hands. You know, I do that with a guitar. I keep a guitar around and I just pick it up because I love the guitar. And, and sometimes just picking it up and playing it a little bit keeps that alive. And it also keeps the facility alive, the muscular facility and the musical facility. It just keeps it, keeps it alive. So play it for a few minutes while you're alone in the house. Maybe you're alone in the house and you just get to pick it up for a few minutes. And also, if you like, you could keep a ukulele in your car. I mean, they're little, you know, they're little and they're relatively inexpensive and you can have more than one. You can have a ukulele that you keep in the car, in the trunk. I mean, you know, it's, it's seriously with good musical instruments, of course, you do not want to uh, expose them to high heat, you know, you, but um, an inexpensive ukulele that you can maybe keep in the trunk in its case, you know, it might be possible. Um, and likewise... You keep a notebook handy, you know, keep a notebook around the house and keep one in the car and jot things down before getting out of the car. 
And some of these things, they're habits that you want to try to inculcate gradually, you know. It won't happen overnight, but um, you can jot things down. You can jot down thoughts before you get out of the car, you know. Or going to an appointment, you can pull over or park early on your way to an appointment and grab another 5, 10, 15 minutes alone in the car, just jotting things down, you know. Have yourself maybe a prompt or something that's been in your mind that you'd like to write and just spend some time writing it down. Or if you write primarily um, via electronic instrument, then just use the electronic instrument, whatever it is, you know. And the same way when you're getting in the car after leaving an appointment, you don't have to start driving right away. Get in the car and take advantage of those few minutes alone to jot in your notebook or play your ukulele. Or you can speak into your phone if you have an iPhone or, you know, I don't know. I think all the phones do that, smartphones, voice memos. Uh, you can record your voice or you can use notes in the iPhone the the app to, to transcribe your voice into text notes and you'd be surprised how much text can be captured like this you know i've i've done this and it's amazing how much text you can capture and go how when when did i even when did i even do that that's so interesting you know i i've done that so if you find yourself automatically going from one uh, situation to the other try to build in a little extra time there and stop that automatic hurry that can take over our lives. You can get in the car, you can get out and go somewhere pleasant to sit for a few minutes if you're early for an appointment. You can take your ukulele. And, you know, so my overall feeling about this is I, I totally understand what you're talking about, how life can take over and these moments of creativity that can enrich your life and inform you of what's going on in your life on a more subconscious level and they satisfy your desire for creativity. Get those moments back. That's what I say. They mattered then and they matter now. I'm sure your husband who loves you is going to understand if you tell him, but you don't even have to tell him. You know, you can have a private life. Sometimes it's most um, satisfying to have little things that you do that you don't tell anybody about. You do them for you. You can have these moments all to yourself. These moments are yours. I encourage you to get them back and reinvigorate that creative life that, that you had. And um, that's it for this week. Thanks for writing. And listen, folks, uh, send me those letters at, at, to advice at carrytennis.com because, you know, uh, I'm not the famous uh, salon.com internet advice columns that I used to be. I don't get these thousands of letters like I used to. So every letter counts. So please, yeah. If, and, and tell your friends, too, because, um, you know, this, this thing uh, is going to expand now that I've got it on a weekly basis, you know. I'm going to start expanding it, start reaching out. I'm not, anyway, that's it. Um, I'm going to stop talking now. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll see you next week. Ciao.